Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friend Taylor, and she is going to talk to us a little bit about dance journey and being a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. So Taylor, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. I'm so excited to kind of just chat with you. Um, I am born and raised in Eugene, Oregon. If people don't know where that's at, the most commonly known as like the Duck Central, so U of O. Um, I did not go to, well, that's not true. I did go to college, but just for a very short time, we can get into that later, but um, kind of led me to where I'm at now. My nine to five job, I am an orthodontic treatment coordinator. Um, I really enjoy like, obviously I smile all the time in my other job. And so I, I really enjoy like getting people in braces and just happy and confident in their own smile. Um, what else about me? I was on the Warriors dance team last year in the Bay Area. That was so fun um, before moving here to Texas. And I'm sure we'll go into that later as well. Just lots of fun things. So yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. So you mentioned it, obviously, being on the Warriors and now you're a DCC. So talk, walk through from literally birth, walk us through your dance journey. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a loaded um, question there, but I'll try to make it a little bit quick. Um, I just basically, I started when I was four years old, um, always did ballet, was very much a bunhead. Um, and then once I got into like third grade is when I kind of dipped into hip hop and jazz and just kind of slowly started going th through those uh, studio dance styles and um, just did that. And then moving forward to like high school, I was a pre-professional with our ballet company in Eugene, which was such an amazing opportunity. I took ballet class at 8 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday, and then went to school, public school, um, during the day. And then I go back to the studio at four o'clock and I danced till 10. So that was just my life. Um, in high school, I did that for my freshman, sophomore, and junior year. And then my senior year, I was asked to fully be on the ballet company. So I actually had the opportunity to tour with them. We did 35 shows of Nutcracker. We did the whole thing. Um, got to go to like Alaska, which was such a cool opportunity. And I think we went to like Idaho and Washington, just kind of all over the Pacific Northwest. Um, so that was kind of like my high school life of like studio dance. And then I did go to college for um, just a just like a year and a half, two years. And it was not what I thought it was going to be. Um, I think I went into it like with too much of a layout of what I thought I wanted it to be. And I just didn't go in with an open mind. So it just ended up not being the right fit for me, which is just totally fine. But um, ended up during COVID, like withdrawing from school and found a teacher out of New York that trains dancers for the pro dance world. And just kind of like it intrigued me because it was a style I'd never done before. Right. So I, you know, I did the professional ballet life for a year. <laughs> was I'm so grateful for it, but I knew I didn't want to really go back to that. Um, I just wanted to try something new. So I was like, wow, this is like a whole new world that I know nothing about and it's going to challenge me. And it was great. And, um, trained for two years on Zoom, as a lot of people did. <laughs> um, and then I auditioned for DCC um, back in 2021, I believe. Didn't make it. Um, auditioned again in 2022. Didn't make it. And then I auditioned for the Warriors that same year after I got cut. 
made the Warriors dance team and then auditioned again in 2023 for DCC again. And now we're here. So <laughs> there it is. I love, <laughs> so it. <whole> time. <laughs> I love it. And I love that you talk about your ballet background. That's something that I wish that I could tell my younger self because I hated ballet, hated ballet. I was yeah. a jazz girl. Like I was like, I want to do a combo. I want to do across the floor, all the things. And I wish I would have so yeah I'm very grateful for it it's I always say it is truly like the base layer of every dance style so although I'm doing more pro dance palm style now like I still have my ballet background which helps me in so many ways so yeah absolutely absolutely okay so talk a little bit about you were on Warriors now you're on DCC so talk about the shift from NBA to NFL it's obviously not as drastic as ballet to NBA but there is a difference I feel like so talk a little bit about that yeah. So um, maybe just kind of dabbling into like why I was cut my second year in training camp at DCC. Um, I just didn't have any power and performance aspects that they were looking for, which in my head, I was like completely valid because I've done ballet my whole life. You know, like I was like, totally get it, but I'm going to like take this and run with it and try my hardest. So I auditioned for NBA because they are like power and performance like to the max especially the warriors dance team they if you watch videos of them like they're so in sync all the time like they are great performers just all the things so um got cut and i auditioned for nba and i am forever grateful for it because it's why i am where i'm at now um so the shift i would just say like i mean the basic things of course like um you don't dance as much in an NBA game. You just kind of go out once for your dance and then you go out for sidelines or whatever you call them um, versus NFL. Like you're out there for the full four hours of the game dancing literally the whole time. So, and um, you know, aspects of like those differences, that's a difference. And then um, I would say in some ways I almost have more um, just like more free style with NFL because there is like the baseline of like the palm power you have to have but then you can add your own twist to it versus the NBA is very like if your arm is out to the side at 90 degrees it cannot go any lower like it needs to be there so I would say like those are kind of the two major differences is just like having more personality ish in your like NFL dance compared to NBA so yeah yeah love that and I love that you talk about how NBA helped you get to where you are right now because I feel like that's so true and um, I've been going to a ton of DCC prep classes because I'm back in town for a break I, I live in Mississippi full-time but um, and a bunch of the girls have been talking about you know like I just want to be a DCC like I just want to be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader and something that I learned this past year with being a USFL cheerleader is that literally any experience will help you like exponentially with, you know, your end goal, whatever that may be. And so I, I love that you bring that up because I think that that's so incredibly true. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So when you were training to become a DCC, what did your weekly routine look like? Kind of break that down for us. Sure. Yeah. Um. So I would say my favorite cross train workout that I always made sure I implemented was Barry's boot camp. <laughs> it's like my favorite <laughs> workout ever. Um, it was very intimidating to get started, but I just loved like the weightlifting aspect, because I could decide to, you know, lift kind of lower weights, but then also the running aspect, 
which I am not a runner. If you tell me, hey, let's go on a run, I will absolutely say no. Um, <laughs> but put me on a treadmill in a room with a bunch of like empowering people screaming and just like hype music, then I'll run. Um, but that <laughs> that was really good for DCC training, just because you have to have like the stamina. And so um, stamina wise, I would train with berries. And then style wise, I really enjoyed videoing myself doing just dances that I learned from whether it was like DCC prep classes or um, Jen, um, her classes that she teaches here. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but she's great. Um, I just kind of would like keep little like combos in my back pocket and like just film myself doing them. And then I had met Gina, who was on the team um, two years ago now, and she helped me. So I would send my little videos to her and she would give me feedback. So that was kind of my way of like still training for DCC specifically without having to like travel here all the time was just, you know, creating those relationships. And like, I mean, the girls on the team are so great. They're so open to sending like a quick voice memo, even of being like, you should work on this and this. And this. So yeah, day-to-day -day is Barry's bootcamp and videoing myself. <laughs> I love it. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that. Like, obviously, you know, you see all the videos from in class, but that's really interesting that you would like do them, you know, at home on your own time. And even though it's the same combo, just doing it over again and like looking through the video and even just nitpicking yourself and then having somebody else nitpick. I'm sure that was like super beneficial. So that's a really good idea. Yeah. Um, I think like the videoing yourself part can get kind of like a sticky situation sometimes because I often caught myself being too hard on myself, which then didn't help my training. Right. So it's one of those things that you have to like have a clear mind going into and looking at yourself with like constructive criticism rather than being like, because I'm the first person to be like, I look terrible. Oh my gosh. Like I always did that. I was always like, oh, I just can't send this, but it's like, just send the video. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I feel like as dancers, we're like programmed to be like so perfectionist minded. Like I was cracking up with Hayden the other day because she was like, okay, I've got my list pulled up. I've got all of my things already. And I was like, that's so funny because every single dancer that I've had on my podcast has been like, I've got my notes and I've got my, <laughs> and I feel like that's just kind of like in our psyche as dancers to just be like, so like perfectionist black and white, this is how it should be. So I think that that's a great thing to keep in mind and definitely yeah. something that I need to watch myself on too. <laughs> Um, okay, so you talked about being at training camp multiple times. So talk about the training camp process. What is that like? What does a normal day of training camp look like? Because, you know, you always hear, oh, you'll be at training camp for all hours of the night. But, like, what what exactly is it that training camp, like, you're doing during training camp? Yeah, so training camp um, is just at nighttime just because most girls do have, like, a nine-to-five job. So, um, always starts at seven. Um, you're required to be there at six o'clock. However, just, um, I personally think it's helpful just cause like, if you forgot your shoes or if you forgot, you know, your uniform or something, then like you can fit, you have an hour to figure it out. You can run home. You can have someone help you, whatever. So anyways, um, call time, we could call it is six o'clock. And then we usually practice until 10, Sometimes it would kind of get pushed past 10 a little bit, but you're just really honestly there until they tell you to leave. Like there's not really a time to stop. Um, 
So my first year at, um, in training camp, we did a lot of something we call roulette, which is where you stand out in one line as rookie candidates and they just press play. You don't know what song they're going to play and you just have to know the dance right on the spot. Um, and that was something that I struggled a lot with my first year, just because like I, we call it just like blacking out, like my brain would literally disappear. And I was like, I know this dance, like, why can't I do it right now? Which I think is a good thing that they do that because I mean, on game day, like there's so many noises, there's so many things happening that you have to be able to just like go, like you can't think. So, um, we did a lot of roulette. Um, we, I feel like we learned a new dance, like almost every night too. And oftentimes you would learn it and then have to perform it right away. Um, which again was like another added challenge. Um, we obviously practice the thunder entrance. That is like the iconic thing that you do in training camp and, um, you know, hitting your yard line and just like staying in sync with the whole team. And then um, I'm trying to think of one other thing we do. Um, towards the end of training camp, you always get like a group. And so you can kind of practice on the sidelines in our formations as you would if you were on the team. And I think that's like another way for them just to like see how you handle being in line, which my first year I was terrible at. <laughs> I was always out of line, but um, yeah. So it's just, it's a long night. I will be the first one to say it is a long night, but it is so worth it. Like looking back now, I'm just like, it makes sense to me, like why they do it, how they do it. So. And now is it every single day of the week or is it a couple days a week? Yeah, it's usually Monday through Friday, unless there's like a random holiday or um, a random time that they need off due to like a DCC related thing. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's wild. Um, okay. So what is the most difficult part about being an NFL cheerleader? I would say the most difficult part would be um, just like a life balance, I guess, would be the simple way to put it. But for me, and again, for a lot of dancers, I think this is how it is. Like, we just want to, like, we're people pleasers. We just want to make everyone happy. So I feel like this year I've really challenged myself to be fully present in my nine to five and then coming home, taking 30 minutes, 45 minutes, however long I have to, like, recoup because then you have to be fully present in rehearsal also. And I don't think there's a lot of people out there besides NFL cheerleaders, dancers that have to be fully present from nine to nine for like 12 hours straight, which like takes a lot out of you. Um, but I think because of like last year and my time on the Warriors, I kind of was like able to know what I was going into this year. So it was a little bit easier for me, but that that's just like, that's an added challenge to being a cheerleader. I mean, besides, you know, the physical aspect of it and everything, but it's like just having to be so present and just making everyone happy and yeah. making yourself happy, right? Like that's so important too, is the self-care and everything too. So yeah, that's a good point to bring up. Okay. So on the flip side, what is your favorite part about being an NFL cheerleader? Um, can I say more than one thing? I don't have a single favorite, like a one thing that sticks out. Um, okay. I have four things. The first thing being the uniform. I literally, this sounds so cheesy, but I feel like a superwoman when I put it on, like you just put it on and you feel like a different human. Like when I'm walking down the street, going to target, 
like I'm just like I'm Taylor like whatever but then I put the uniform on and I like I just feel so different like I feel not like a celebrity because I wouldn't like consider myself a celebrity at all but you just it's just a different feeling so I love the uniform um and then of course the girls on the team also I growing up in the ballet world I feel like you never really have like a group of girls unless you're really lucky you know like when you have a studio that likes team environments but I never really had like a solid big group of girls like in competition dance or anything like that so I love coming to practice every night and having like all 35 girls come up to you and say hi and like supporting you no matter what you're doing like I just posted a dance video on Instagram and I've never felt so supported by teammates before like it's just it's so crazy to me so I feel really blessed and thankful to have a group of girls like that um the third thing out of four is gonna be the fans the fans are so amazing and my favorite part about being a part of the Cowboys organization is how valued the cheerleaders are and like we do baby I'm a star before every game and I'm not too sure if all the fans are out there just for us, but I like to think they are because you know, like there's always so many people and it's so cool to see like that many people show up for cheerleaders like at a football game because I feel like most of the time we're just kind of there, but like the Cowboys fans truly care about the cheerleaders in like a whole other way. It's so cool. And then lastly, um, I love going out in the community as a DCC. I think it is so special, like definitely in the top four, obviously, of like my favorite things to do. Um, most recently, we went to children's hospitals, and that was just like such, it's an experience you can't get like literally anywhere else, you know? And seeing those kids' faces when you walk in the room, you just know they're changing their whole day. And like the fact that I'm, I was blessed with this life to like get, give those feelings to other people is just so special to me and I am just forever grateful for it. So yeah. (laughs) I feel like DCC is very similar to pageantry in the way that it like plucks like a college student out of like normalcy and gives them a platform. And Sometimes I feel like as a title holder, I'm like, I don't, I, sh- I can barely pay rent. Like why yes. even like, yes. I'm simply a college student. And I feel like DCC is the same way. Like you were talking about, you know, appearances and it, it really does just give you a platform and um, allow you to, you know, reach new audiences and um, really just give back to your community. So I love that you bring that up too, because I think that that is such an important part. You know, I remember I growing up, I never had pageant girls come to, you know, read to like I never had a Miss Texas come read to my elementary class but I do remember DCCs because I'm from Frisco you know all over the place so um that to me is like my form of like a like a Miss Texas and and y'all really are y'all really are kind of an extension of that I feel like and um so I, I I've just I've looked up to you guys my whole life and so I'm so glad that you got to come on and um chat with me and give us a little bit of insight about what your journey was and what it's like to become a DCC. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Of (laughs) course. It was a blast. Okay. Thank you so much. And I'll see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye y'all.